It's about that time. Quality time. Turn it up. This is the Quality Control Podcast. Let's go. All right. You are tuning in to the Quality Control Podcast. All quality conversations leading to a quality better of life. I am your host, Super Mario. Today we have a special guest. Our title is going to be Single Meaning Not Married. So on this episode, if you're married, doesn't count for you. That's the only reason it doesn't count. If you're dating, if you have the Facebook title, if you have the Facebook status, if it's complicated, if you're in a relationship, all of that does not count. If you are not married, you are considered single. And today I have a very single special guest and we're going to talk about what is going on in the streets today. Uh, my special guest today is Miss Chantel Delandro, a.k.a. Tails. Tails, say hello to everybody. Let them know who you are. Tell us about yourself. Hey, everybody. Um, as Mario said, I am single, not married. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here to talk uh, some real stuff, see what, what we have in common, what, you know, questions, thoughts, and all. You know, we're gonna, we might have a debate, but it's going to be a friendly debate. So, let's get it. Absolutely. We just here we do quality control when we control the quality of the conversation so we can better everybody around us. So, all right, we're going to start off with the 10 year challenge. Everybody's doing a 10 year challenge on Facebook where they post a <laughs> photo of them 10 years ago and up to now. Some of them are good, some are bad, some are ugly, some are memed. I mean, some of them are, you know, will put you on Facebook probation. We're not going to talk about this. So, but we're going to take the 10-year challenge. We're going to spin it off into what's going on in the single world. Mm-hmm. So my question to you is, 10 years ago up until now, how has it changed as far as dating? When we talk about, you know, social media, how has social media affected the dating scene? Because me personally, I got on Facebook back in 2005. I want to say Facebook kind of jumped off around that time, yes. 03, 04, 05. So that's when I got on so from a social media standpoint, we know that is shoot, almost 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Now everything has changed. Mm-hmm. So how has social media uh, affected the dating scene, would you say? Oh, it's been a dramatic change. Um, the biggest thing, uh, the most pertinent thing is that you can see, you know, visual. And I, and it, correct me if I'm wrong, but most men especially are visual creatures, right? So Absolutely. You see social media and you have, you know, from the modest to the not so modest in your face. And it's so easy to think it's attainable or um, just to go after something that might not be, you know, reachable. <laughs> and so because of that, you think you have an unlimited, uh, uh, unlimited amount of people to reach. Um, you can reach anybody you want. And so you don't put as much effort into one person, that's man or, or woman. Well, I want to do this real quick. I have this little deal where, I, you know, if somebody drops a gym, I got to let people know. So we're going to drop the gym right in there because what's going on is you really just drop one that's very important. And a lot of people don't understand that men, we know that we are visual creatures. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's hard for women to understand that. Mm-hmm. And it's good to hear a woman acknowledge that because they get it. And I think some women do know that. That's why yes. they use they tactics on us. You know, we <laughs> you know, that's a whole different subject. But we might even get into it. But that's what it is. And it, I'm glad you made that point. And yes. one thing about, you know, the heterosexual dialogue is realizing our differences so we can have a common goal. So 
Uh, so let me ask you this. When we talk about social media, everything is out there. People think that it's just easily accessible and they DM and they do all these things. Uh, are the quality of people to choose from, has that decreased based on the instant society of social media? Everything that's ready, everything that's cooked up, fake eyelashes, fake cars, <laughs> rented forms. How is the quality of people, you know, in dating right now? Because honestly, I feel like if I had to jump back to the dating scene, it would be, be rough. But it rough, rough, rough. I think it will be rough. Um, you definitely have to put in some work to um, find somebody worth, worth, you know, what you, um, you know, your standards or, you know, that matches what you're looking for, which that had to be in any, in any situation, but it's gotten progressively worse because like you said, the fake eyelashes, everything is, um, you know, uh, affected by or influenced by society. And so there's so many people, um, altering their bodies and putting all this fake stuff on, which there's nothing wrong with that, in my opinion, because if you want to alter or enhance something, go for it. But some people do take it too far. And it's just a lot of times, especially with social media, going back to that, um, it's all surface. There's no depth to dating, I think, to some extent without putting in a lot of effort. You know, it's just it's too easy <laughs> to move on to the well. next person. <laughs> No, I get it. I'm gonna tell you something too. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna part right there where you talk about the, the body alterations and stuff like that. It's these kids, man. I'm telling you, you 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 if you take a light skinned chick with a sewing or a, uh, a a a lace front and some eyelashes and this that and the other, it, it's it's it. And it's like you got lopsided booties putting people putting on their bodies. I mean, you got. A, 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 you got a watermelon sized booty yeah. with toothpick thighs. Yep. It don't match. It does not. So, and here's the thing I'm not body shaming anybody who wants to make any alterations mm -hmm. to their body, but make it tastefully. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, you got fake breasts that one bigger than the other one. Like, obviously, not like a little bit, because, you know, <laughs> nobody's just anatomically perfect. Right. But right. if you got one bigger than the other one, you got one turning to the right, one looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> me speaking for dudes my man justin he on here in the cut if you want to speak up speak up now we ain't with that you know and honestly when we talk about substance and what's out there you know as far as quality of people you know a lot of value has been placed on appearance and just like you hinted at earlier uh -huh. that that's I, that's the weapon that women use to get guys <laughs> and it's like it Honestly, it's tough. We like what we like. Mm -hmm. We look what we look at. You know what I'm saying? But everybody ain't strategic. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, Justin, you elaborate on that. Tell me how you feel about that as far as quality people to choose from. You know, because I know you kind of back in the you know in the streets as they say. So, bro, I got I got I, I'm blessed and lucky to be honest. <laughs> uh, that I got somebody that's that's natural naturally they sell, but um. I will say that, you know, I definitely agree that the qual I feel like the quality has gone down because people only focus surface level. Um, nobody really focuses on the intangibles or the quality of a person um, or working on that, on their qualities themselves. Um, you can easily get with somebody who looks the part, but then when y'all start talking about finances, you start talking about life goals, et cetera, you realize there's no substance there. Um, a lot of people, you know, we have uh, so much stuff now to kind of get off the path and go back on the path, like Afterpay, 
uh, corner and all that stuff. People can buy clothes uh, for days uh, or go to Sheen, 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 however you say it, and buy clothes for days. And then we get with this person, you find out how messy they are or, or that they don't really have as much as they have put on. So I definitely say like dating now, I think it's it's uh, harder to find a, a person of quality. But if you do, I feel like you know it a lot sooner than later. Um, but as far as like the BBLs and the the alterations and stuff like that, I'm like you, Mario. I mean, if it's within reason, uh, cool. Maybe it's something that you're insecure about. Uh, you know, you do your thing with it. But um, I don't really see uh, ginormous butt. Uh, being advantageous after about five to ten years because uh, now we got more problems but uh, me personally I just always I, I like a natural woman you know I don't mind the oatmeal pie stomach I don't mind the, the zebra cakes on your back <laughs> I, mean, I don't mind the tiger stripes and all that like that, that's cool to me drop them gems baby drop them gems baby I'm like that's cool with me actually that that's probably a plus but you know uh, I think now everybody's into uh, the filtered natural look is what people are going for. You know, instead of just putting a filter on, they want to look like that all the time. And ain't nobody looking smooth. Everybody breath ain't fresh in the morning. And so, uh, <laughs> you know, you got to you gotta fall in love with reality to find a person. But uh, like I said, I'm blessed to, to have the person I have. And uh, it, it ain't nothing in them streets. It, it ain't too much out there. I'll say that. Man, I feel you, man. And I will say this, too. Uh, like you said, Chantel put it out there earlier. We big on appearance. Uh, at, as a man, a married man, I know what my wife is capable of. And I don't give, I don't make that expectation for her to be that every day simply because she working. She got two uh, super thugs at the house. Shout out to Dylan and Daniel. They always wrecking something, you know. So that's a whole job within themselves, you know. So, you know, trying to, you know, fit up with the status quo, working out and things like that, you know. You you have to know what somebody's capable of and appreciate that. And the only way you'll appreciate that is if you see it, you know, every so often. If you saw it every day, it becomes an expectation. And then, like, men, we get tired of looking at stuff sometimes, you know. So, but uh, it's a very, very good point. So, so now we talk about relationships. What are some expectations of dating today? Um, let's see. I, I get what you tell first. What do people expect out of dating today? You know, what is it like somebody meets you? I don't even know how people approach you right now. I don't know if they, they dropping bombs in your Instagram or, or your. Uh, that, you know, social media is um, really big. I was at work um, this past weekend and this guy, um, I work at a warehouse. So we were in. Uh, I was on the front part and he was on the back, but we kind of worked together. So either way, he, um, we had to exchange some words because I needed something that he, you know, whatever. Um, no details. I had to talk to him to, cause I needed something that I was doing. So at the end of, um, that shift, he was like, he just, no words, not what's your name or anything. He was like, what's your Instagram? I was like, what do you want Instagram for? He said to follow you. I'm like, bro, <laughs> that's it. I think it's easier. Um, so I, I the, the, the approach is less harsh, I think, in the event that um, for rejection, right? Because had he just plain out asked for my number, I could have easily said, no, um, I'm in a relationship, whatever, you know, excuse I wanted to give, whether it was true or not, right? Um, the rejection, I think, is less harsh that way. But at the same right. time, it, I don't know. It's just, it's, well, he was, he was younger. I don't think he knew how, how um, 
old I was, we wear masks and stuff, so you really can't see my face and all. But at the end of the day, that's just, it's silly, I think. Um, but that's what they're doing now. They're <laughs> approaching you that way. And I was at work, um, you know, if I go out or whatever, um, it could be a little different. I've had different experiences where somebody does try to just um, ask for my number. But the approach is slightly different. Um, but this is usually with an older crowd. So it, I think it just depends on, on the age. Let me ask you this. I had a real uh, uh, question because... Yeah. My approach to my wife was an inbox on Facebook. And I mean, brother, I don't know if you know that story or not, but no. I literally inboxed Korean on Facebook. Okay. So that's how we started. Yeah. So how much weight is put on the approach versus the substance that comes afterwards? Because, you know, it can work in an inverse way. You can have somebody that, that approaches, you know, it's very, you know, strategic, it's smooth, yes. everything works. And then he ends up being a total jerk or doesn't right. know nothing. And you can tell he worked so hard on an approach mm -hmm. that the follow-up game is not there. So how much weight is put on the approach? Because I, I used to wonder that as younger because I actually was a shy guy. I mm -hmm. never approached a lot of, you know, girls, mm -hmm. you know. And and the way I did was kind of, I'd say high schoolish yeah. simply because that's what it was. Yeah. So, but I knew I was a good person, but I think a lot of people stop you at the approach. They based on your, your worth based on how you approach them. Absolutely. So how, so how much uh, stock is put in the approach versus the substance afterwards? I think it's a combination of, um, the attractiveness and meaning, you know, just for instance, had Corinne not found, uh, just totally thought you were an ugly guy, she might have quickly shut you down as opposed to entertaining whatever you might have had to say, right? So, mm -hmm. that, being realistic, <laughs> you know, a lot of no, it's, like, it's the truth. It's a the lot truth. Of people like to act like um, that the attraction is, is not important. It is, but you have to be attracted to something. Even if the person isn't the most attractive physically, something has to bring you in. It might be funny, it might just be smart as I don't, you know. What? Whatever it is for you. So that in combination with the approach matters. Um, I think just being, and a lot of people will probably think this is wrong, but I think just being pleasant and talking to somebody, uh, getting to know them is, in, is, is important. That holds a lot of weight because you can't talk to a woman any type of way if y'all don't have that rapport, right? You can't talk in talking crazy. You can't come in talking about sex or anything like that too early on if that's not the type of person she is. Um, Correct. So it, 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 I think it's just circumstantial. I don't know if that answers your question, but I think it's circumstantial because... No, it yeah. is. Yeah, go ahead, Justin. I think I think when you talk to, talk to women, uh, my personal opinion, uh, I think you have to have soft skills, to be honest. Uh, a lot of men, we have hard skills. <laughs> we got no soft skills, like... You go in head mm. first and you like, mm -hmm. hey, let me get the draws day one. <laughs> like, no, sir. You not you like like no, that's not how you do it. You gotta yeah. you gotta have some soft skills. <laughs> I I'll say this, like in comparison to talking to other women, talking to my girl now, I had to have a completely different approach. Cause everything I tried did not work. Like the game, she was like, Oh, you funny, but no. Oh, you cute, but no. So, I mean, I had to be, like, my real self. So, I, I mean, it, like 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 Chantel said, you know, it started with honest conversation. Like, it wasn't like no, 
Like we just purely talked and it went from there. But I think that's mm-hmm. I respect that a lot more anyway than running game because at the end of it, we all know how nine out of ten how that plays out. Um, yep. And at some point, you got to be your real self. But like she said too, you be your authentic self, but to an extent. Like if you tell a bunch of I don't know, like how you say, it, but a bunch of jokes that are left field or dark humor or whatever, you can't come <laughs> in the door like that because nobody know you. <laughs> but you do. But you do have to take time to, you know what I'm saying, work on your soft skills. Ask the person, like, hey, you know, how was your day? Are you good? Are you, like, something outside of, hey, can we go on a date? When I'm see you again? Hey, can I chill with you? What you, you want to watch on Netflix? What you like, like, all that. Ooh, I yeah. want to jump in on that. You can. There are so many people that I've had that what you doing you to death and i know that's been a a running joke now um i don't know if you guys have seen the news or whatever (laughs) but it's like uh it's a it's a it's a daily question that there's nothing wrong with that but have something else to say like i'm i'm at work you know most people work every day you know or you know a nine to five or or on a regular basis um so that's one thing um uh if it's after work hours typical work hours you know I might be relaxing. I might have kids or whatever. Like, have something else to say. <laughs> I have so many people do that. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I, I feel it, man. I feel it. That makes a whole bunch of sense. And a lot of a lot of gems were drop, dropped in. Like you said, Justin, you know, I will say this. You said something about the approach has to be different. I'm going to tell you something about me personally when I was dating. Um even when I met my wife, we didn't talk about relationship. We, I guess my approach to her was to try to dig to see kind of what a kick was. What was she mentally on? What did she think about things that were going on currently? And I will say it's very hard for a man to deflect off of somebody or how somebody looks. Cause we are visual. What we talked about earlier and get to the substance. That's a lot of hard work that, you know, we have mm-hmm. to do. And it's not that it's forced. It's just that we have to have a laser focus and say, yeah, she fine. Yeah, she bad. Yeah, she got that ass and all this stuff like that. <laughs> but, you know, you really ain't trying to just, you, you ain't trying to mess it up early. And it's not like that's just the whole end game. It's just the fact that you have to stay on point. Because if you attracted to somebody visually, I mean, that's what you see. But then you got to, you know, figure out what's going on because what'll happen is man, everything that look good to you ain't good for you flat out. And I've experienced that a hundred times over. So it's like, okay, we passed the eye test as they call it. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's talk about it and see. And, you know, like I said, I've been married <laughs> going on seven years, man. And it's, it's been cool because of the substance, <laughs> you know? So now I was going to say, Shanta, let me ask you this. Um, <laughs> We know we can go further with this. We're not actually uh, diving deep into this, but at the same time, from a surface mm-hmm. level, initially meeting somebody, does no really mean no? Um, you know, honestly, I think it, it depends on the person. Because the only reason I ask that is because you can say no and mean no, but then the person that they talked to prior yes. may have said no, but meant try harder. Correct. And... They assume everybody needs to try harder. That's yes. why they, they stay persistent, you yes. know. Uh, 
you know, and then they get to putting all their cards on the table. You know, yeah, you know, I take care of you. I buy you all kind of shit you don't need. You know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> that hard trying, the thirst trap, as they call it. Yeah. Oh, see, I'm I'm never approaching anybody like, oh no, I I I'm not I'm not an a hole. So I, you know, I, I I'm nice about it. What? And and <laughs> and honestly, you can't be because. The way these guys are out here randomly, man, they'll haul off and hit you, man. So it's like mm -hmm. people take your niceness for keep trying what is really like, no. Even when yep. I run into a situation where a chick hadn't really spotted my wedding ring yet, one of my defective um, um, tactics is I get to start talking about my wife. Or she'll say something like, yeah, you know, I just been running around here crazy, man. You sound like my wife, man. Then I go into a store. So I'm going to put that out there and shut that smooth down because I don't want no confusion. I don't want no doors open, nothing like yep. that. This ain't what it is. <laughs> you know, so it's just interesting that, you know, we we had that opportunity to ask that question. So take a no as a no, but at the same time, you know, just, you know, I guess be I guess be a little tactful, but at the same time, if it's no, move on. It's how many people in the world? A couple billion? Yeah, so. All right, let's move on to the hot and trending topic right now. And I think it's an ever-going topic. And I want to ask you until we're going to start here. How do singles view marriage? And right, we're going to start here. So is the idea of marriage bad or do you think it's 100% user error? Um, I don't think it's bad. But I think to some degree, and I could be wrong, that two options. Um, people are waiting to um, get married at a later age, not as early as, you know, before, or they um, are doing it for a status, right? Just to check off that they got married or for the ring, specifically the women, because, you know, diamonds and all, um, which the, 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 the just marrying for the ring or that status uh, puts you in a really, really tricky situation because that means that you are either accepting behavior that you normally wouldn't or or you are um, not paying, you know, you're, you're ignoring it. You're, you're oblivious to it because, you know, and, and, and later on, um, how long does that marriage last? Right. How long can you last or or the cheating happens? And I know cheating doesn't happen. There are various reasons, right? Emotional, um, physical, whatever. The, the, the You're not getting what you need out of the marriage, whatever it may be. But it leads to so many um, uh, problems in the marriage because a lot of people don't have that depth. And I, I have an, ex uh, an example for that. And I don't know because we never got married. But um, my ex-boyfriend just knew he I was the one for him. But there was he was such a horrible communicator. Like beyond. Oh wow! Um, when it came to issues he had with me, he told everybody else but me. And it's like, but how are we going to move forward? How do you want to marry somebody and claim that you know I'm the one for you, and you can't even tell me you have a problem with me? And you know, I used to be in that situation uh, when I was younger because it was just hard to express myself. So I got it, but to at the same in the same breath, it's like but you're complaining to me, to everybody, somebody you want to be your wife. That, that don't sit well with me, you know? Um, so yeah, that's, <laughs> well, one, one thing about communication, I will say is you have a skill, a life skill, and this is a real gem for anybody who's listening. 
you have to have the skill to have uncomfortable conversations because if you don't, you won't get anywhere because there's really no reason for somebody that's aspiring to be your life partner to not be able to have a conversation about something they dislike about you. And a lot of it is fear of pissing somebody off. Here's the thing. You waking up, getting on this show with that hat on Chantel could have easily pissed me off for no reason whatsoever. So <laughs> what we got to stop doing is worried about not necessarily not considering other people's feelings. And I'm not saying that, not being an a-hole like we talked about. But at the same time, you have to communicate what you're thinking exactly in efforts of getting a 80% answer to what you want because if you 50% communicate it, you might get a 25% answer, which 100% don't solve your issue. So, we have to be very careful with that. So, I, I get the user error part, and it's, and it's crazy how somebody can say, hey, I think you're the one for me, but can't tell you that your feet stink or something like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it is what it is because at the end of the day, if somebody is that person is for you, you're going to have to deal with that. You know, y'all going to have to compromise and it need to be discussed and it don't need to happen after. I think marriage is a lot of false, uh, false advertising. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of people, you know, you got wedding goals, marriage goals and all this stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And you see where that couple is. You don't see what they've gone through to been there. You don't see, postpartum from Correct. having children you don't see you know mm -hmm. trying to find time to get weight loss because of working and having kids you don't see you know you see the kind of messy house but you don't see the two monkeys running around there throwing stuff all the time so it's like right so, like the people right. are visual they're emotional too Absolutely. i say women are emotional as well it's a feeling sometimes so they if they feel like what they see mm -hmm. is like, oh, that's what I want. It's like, mm. you have to know the work to get that. And no marriage is perfect and it's not going to be. And I think that's the, the lie that's being sold. You know, just because you get married, you're not going to change who the person is. And just because, uh, you know, you are married, that doesn't mean that, you know, things are going to get better. You know what I'm saying? Without you working, the marriage stage works. And as we go into the next topic, we talking about, you know, and I think you hit on this kind of briefly, is the grind of marriage forgotten for the glory of the wedding, which me personally, mm -hmm. a lot of people want the day. You know, they want, you know, this, that, and the third. And they ain't knocking it, you know. You was a part of our day. Our day was very subtle. You know, I wouldn't have mm -hmm. wanted a big wedding even if I could have had it simply because, you know, it's just a lot, you know, yep. me and Korean, we often reflect on that wedding day, man, we barely got cake. Uh, we really didn't, mm -hmm. we enjoyed it, but it was more taking photos, seeing everybody, this, that, and the third, we were very active and, you know, we were pooped at the end of the night. It was like, man, we won't slap out because of the day, beautiful day, uh, recorded, never forget it. Uh, not a good family and friends there, but you, you can't be just for the day. Because all the work starts afterwards. So, what is your ideal now? Do you think the grind of marriage is forgotten for the glory of the wedding? Um, a lot of times, yeah. I mean, you, like you said, you know, just from your experience and the few weddings I've been to, um, it starts after your marriage starts after that day. Um, and a lot of people don't realize the work that goes into it because a lot of people don't talk about it. Unfortunately. And I think they should. And I understand why, because it's almost like putting somebody in your business, just any and everybody in your business. And nobody wants to really do that. But 
you can still give advice without putting someone in your business. I think, you know, just to say, Hey, it's, <laughs> it's not as easy as we make it look, we work for this. You know, we've been married, you know, just for example, 20 years, we had our ups and downs and most marriages do early on, later on, you know, it just, it just depends, but it, it, it it's, it's just, you know, I, I think I, I like to, I feel like I say this a lot, but I think it is circumstantial, but in general, um, yeah, that, that wedding day is so big, especially I think for women more than anything, because, you know, you grew up either wanting to be a princess or having a big wedding and all this other stuff. And it's just like, but what happens after that? Nobody talks about it. So. Oh, you're absolutely right. And uh, from a guy's standpoint, be honest, man, we just be wanting to pay for That's it. it. We, <laughs> we like the day. We like seeing you in the dress and all that. We just want to pay for it. We want that day to be everything you want it to be. Right. Because we know that is the only day, hopefully. So, <laughs> we, you know, we respect that. You know, when it comes to a marriage, we respect that women want that day and we step up and we do that. Mm -hmm. So. All right, I got another good one. Mm -hmm. Domestic partnerships. Okay. How valuable is the understanding? And what I've understand based on previous relationships, current relationships, and just kind of thinking, you know, it it's not bad for mm -hmm. somebody to just think, you know, how does this work? How does that work? Uh, uh -huh. Sometimes domestic I was gonna say sometimes domestic partnerships work better because the understanding yes. is better versus, you know, the marriage on paper that you know everybody said you know you need to go mm -hmm. to church and do this you know because that's one thing even when you talk about scripturally and biblically you know there's you know it has to be practical mm -hmm. application to what you're learning so give your thoughts on that and let's let's kind of go back and forth on that see what you you know yeah um you said something very important the understanding has to be there um and that goes you know communication um, you guys have to be on the same page. You cannot progress, um, or have something totally healthy without it. Um, of course, you know, every situation is different, but, um, just being on the same page in general, knowing what each other expects, um, having boundaries even, um, in any relationship, no matter the level of it, uh, matters. And you can only go so far, um, with, with, without communication right. i would say um but it has to be there everybody has to be on the same page yeah and you know <laughs> i think a lot of people get knocked for domestic partnerships but in all actuality sometimes they actually work better than most people's marriage because everybody puts a spotlight on them because it's not traditional oh you didn't do this that and the other but they have an understanding their their household financially is straight uh, where as far as, you know, physical, they have an understanding of the expectation because that's the biggest thing, getting the understanding. And, um, you know, and a lot of times, 20, 30 years go down the road, they don't see each other or they have the same issues that technically married people have and then they end up just getting married because it's like, yeah, we've been married the whole time. We just ain't do it. So it's just, it's just kind of uh, interesting, you know, to see that. But, uh, but yeah, uh, now. It's about time to get that shit my favorite part of the day is get something off your chest now this is a part of our show where we give our guests the opportunity to address any issue they like whether they mm -hmm. don't like ketchup on hot dogs whether they don't <laughs> like whatever right they get an opportunity to tell us what it is so tell tell us what's going on what do you want to talk about what is it 
What's the issue? What's the question? Well, my biggest thing, and it's, you know, related to today's uh, episode, but it's communication is so important and that you can drill this from today into the end of time. Um, in, in any relationship, whether it be a friendship, children, uh, a sibling, parent, um, you know, whatever it is, um, communication is so important. And so many people don't. Um, and and that, that extends out into not being to have a conversation, as we mentioned earlier. Um, it's so hard for people to have a conversation. I, from uh, for one, have experienced that because I used to be shy and I was quiet. And I was reserved and I didn't go out a lot or do a lot of things. I did read a lot, but a lot of times having, having a conversation or keeping that conversation was hard for me. So I worked at it <laughs> point, point blank period. I worked at it. Um, and I tried to have something interesting to talk about. You know, I started looking up certain things, anything just to have to relate to somebody or not to relate to them, but we could have that, that dialogue. Right. So and this is mostly relating to dating, um, but, you know, it matters um, whether in a friendship or not, because so many things are surface level and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you have different levels within your life and what you're going through. But communication is so important. Um, for another instance, I um, had a hiccup with one of my friends and it was really just a big misunderstanding. Uh, but on both of our parts, you know, I was going through something and I shut down and to my uh, my opinion she did not receive that well because i was not available as i usually am you know i'm the, I'm the person that goes out you call me up i'm like yeah let's go <laughs> i'm that person um and you know once i start turning stuff down and not being that same person you know someone can take it personal and i didn't express in depth what i was going uh how i was feeling she knew what i was going through but i didn't she had never seen me go through something to that extent where I shut down, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a person that likes to stay to myself when I'm going through something. I don't put myself on other people and stuff like that, but there could have been a matter on both of our ends. I could have communicated more like, Hey, just give me some time. I'm going through something. And she could have said, Hey, are you okay? Cause I know you're going through something. But instead we stopped talking for some months because of it. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. You know, we're back talking again, but it's just, you know, that was a big communication issue that could have, possibly been resolved by one of us just saying a little more right it's just so. it's so amazing how one thing how something so small can be omitted not necessarily what you were going through is small but from a communication standpoint it's almost like they play that whisper game where you 30 people on the other side of the room and you start something and it goes around how bad something what is not said can you know, mess up what you have going on or give a, a bad, you know, vibe just based on not talking. So it's just, it's interesting. And communication, like we talked about earlier, is not really valued. You have people, you know, especially younger generation, you got people older than us that don't know how to communicate, whether it's about relationships, whether it's about finances, whether it's about, you know, parent, you know, children relationships, you know, one of my biggest kicks is, which I can't really have these conversations with my parents because technically both of them are a little ill, so I can't have those real conversations. But what, you know, what did we do right? What did we do wrong? You know what I'm saying? So it's like you got to be able to communicate that. And it's an uncomfortable conversation, but it's a de developmental conversation. It's constructive, you know. And I found that very interesting that you said you looked up topics to have things to talk about, you know, in conversations when you do go out because – 
Say, for instance, we talked about uh, Wall Street Journal and they said that the Fed is going to rate interest rate four, uh, four times this year. And the person you're going out with the first time, they face this light. So it was like, oh, crap. That's exactly what's on my mind. And y'all, you know, that makes a difference because that kind of shows your like mindedness and that kind of, you know, it makes it gen. And y'all have more conversations and it's just not about. Oh, what you doing when you leave and uh, can I come to your crib? You know, as couples, you actually want that to happen naturally. You actually don't want that to be forced. You know what I'm saying? You want to be understood, but at the same time, you don't want, you know, want to be a, hey, you know, I'm feeling you, you feeling me, what's it going to be? No, that, you know, that's not where it's at. So, but uh, in closing, what do you have to tell the people? Anything. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm absolutely glad you had me come on the show. Um, this was uh, a good conversation that I think um, you guys should touch on again. Have some other women come on and see their opinions um, because uh, it, it needs to be talked about. It needs to be addressed. Um, you're a married man, so you can speak a little bit on, you know, some of your struggles and everybody struggles. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. And I think we emphasize so much going through something as the worst ever. It's okay. It's a part of life. You have to struggle sometimes to learn. We are hard-headed beings sometimes, you know. I've tried very hard to uh, learn from other people's mistakes, but sometimes I have to go through it myself <laughs> to really get the, the lesson, right? So I think out of all of this, it's okay, it's okay telling people, especially black women, we, we put so much emphasis on us and so does society that it's okay to go through something. Um, what matters the most is um, how you come out of it. Sometimes you may not be able to handle it while you're going through it the best, but afterwards, like, what are you, what are you doing? Don't, don't sit and, and, and wallow in it for too long, you know, just, just, it's okay. <laughs> it's going to be okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Good, good, good gems. Good gems from Chantel. Thank you for coming on again. And in closing, you have now, Listen to the quality control podcast. Our thought for today is you need somebody who goes through something because what you go through makes you Dame dad says it best. You know, he lines his problems up so he can shut them shits down. He looks for the smoke. So don't avoid problems. Problems make you better. You know, if something breaks in the house, oh, well, let's fix it. And as you fix things, you can accommodate yourself as to being a problem solver. And honestly, what, a, what be a, may be a problem to me may not be a problem to you because you already know the answer. So find you somebody that's been through something. If you ain't got nobody that went through nothing, you're going to go through with them. And basically how they act, react and out and come out of that situation is who they're going to be. So choose wisely. It's about that time. Quality time. Turn it up. This is the Quality Control Podcast. Let's go. go.